Clint Thompson, David Murphy, welcome back to Swing Low, to Talk or Go Home, Sweet Cherry. That is Clint Thompson, who currently is, as you can hear, battling a sinus infection. I am battling the mother of all sinus infections. It hurts to breathe. It hurts to inhale deeply. You've got the halls, the the green tea, green tea. You're, you're going full force. Yeah. So, honestly, you're going to have about a good hour, maybe hour and a half of me before my Alka-Seltzer wears out, and then I'll be coughing up a storm. So Okay. So, if I'm coughing, I'm going to have to try to turn my, turn my head real quick. But We'll just end it when it starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, this is your third, third This is your third episode with us. I'm ready to go. You did. You did two episodes for in season three. You did the season finale of season three. Yep. Exit only. By the way, I can't tell you how many people I had come up to me and talk to me about <laughs> getting a tattoo of Exit Only. <laughs> and I got our, one. That's what <laughs> you did. Don't make me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually walking in Target today, and it said Exit Only on the doors, and I thought. <laughs> If you only knew. We should have took a picture and sent it to us. We could have posted it yeah. on Twitter. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, gosh, that would have been awesome. Um, I laughed that forever. That's been our, our best downloaded episode as of late, right? As of late, yes. Yeah. It's it's the it's the best downloaded episode. So, David Murphy is in the top three. Wow. The top two of the top three most downloaded episodes of Talker Go Home. Hey, we got to get that thing on up there now. <laughs> I love a man with a vision. Hey, yeah. I like it. You need to get on that social media. Well, that. Yeah, he, he, Nick I, Wilson I, I, is the... Uh, no, look, I approved him for the Facebook page, so he can help manage the Facebook are page. Are you serious? Yeah. Didn't you didn't know that? that? I didn't okay. know that. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, that's my fault. But not Twitter. Don't let me get near Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get lost in a hole on Twitter. He's a Twitter fiend. Won't find the exit. Hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah, I, was I was waiting too. for it to drop. I was too. Uh, okay, so real quick, let's catch up on what we've been doing. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I, I got to go to the beach with a guy who we're gonna have on this podcast here soon. He's a coworker of, of ours, of uh, David and, and mine's. I guess kind of me too. Yeah, yeah, technically, kinda. yeah. Yeah, the so. coaching side. Uh, Paul Hawk, who teaches here. We went to the beach. I cannot wait for that episode. Went with his wife, his stepson, and his stepson's girlfriend. Mm. And it was an adventure. Stayed in my grandparents' house. He locked us out. Really? <laughs> well, look, I, I want to say, you sent me a picture, and, yeah. and, and it was in a group text. I think you were on it, I believe, and, and Hawk was running. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get his running. Yes, I did send that to y'all. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's sitting there, and he's kind of running in place. You sent a video of him just kind of running in place and kind of looking at his phone, and you had to explain what was going on. So he ran across an alligator. Crocodile. Crocodile? Crocodile. Okay. Yeah. So he, he ran by it and decided, hey, I don't want to stop. But I want to get this picture. So yes. he's literally jogging in place, taking a picture of this crocodile. Yes. yes. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Well, well it's one of the weirdest things. Yeah, that too. Cause, <laughs> because you said crocodile in the text message. Like, yeah. right, he probably meant alligator. But think about it. Saltwater. Well, yeah, yeah you so, got it. Yeah, saltwater. Crocodile. Yeah. Cro- crocodile. Well, I figured, I thought it was probably an alligator. Is it cro- crocodile? Cro- huh. Crocodile. Saltwater. So y'all, so he's running close to these crocodiles? Crocodile. He's, run, he's running around this... He's running around this lake. There's like a walking track, yeah, running track around yeah. this it's lake. It's in the state park down down there. Gulf State Park is the name of it. I'd be worried about that. He's pretty little. He's not real big. He could disappear pretty easy. <laughs> Crocodiles. <laughs> I, we got to get him to tell that for, story. Yeah, for reference, he's like five foot eight yeah. or whatever. He's not a tall guy. He's How tall are you? Why are we going back into this? Okay, I'm fine. Like 5'11 he, or 6 foot on a good day. He's not not today. I'm hunched over. He and I are like six two. I think six one, six two. Six one. Yeah. So what have you been up to? So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I did that. Went to the beach. Yeah. Had fun. Had a great time. Met some met some old women that that saw you know whoa that that saw. I got to talk to you about this. They saw. They witnessed the the march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Hmm. Their dad was a state senator. Knew Bull Connor. Hmm. Uh, 
one one was in Selma when the march happened. The other one was at Alabama when George Wallace, you know, stood in this wow. school. Yeah, so they witnessed some history. Wow. But anyway, talked to them about all that. It was it was pretty cool. Forrest Gump was there too. Went out to Fort Morgan. Yeah, Forrest Gump was there. He witnessed that. Went out to Fort Morgan. Saw a bunch of cool stuff there. Yeah, Fort Morgan is a good place. That that's that's a lot of people consider that kind of old beach. Like a bunch of old people go down there, but it's. I don't feel I don't feel like it's that you know Orange Beach is right there next door. You got Florabama and Gulf Shores right there, and you got Fort Morgan on the other end. And yeah, um, Fort Morgan is not a whole lot out that way. No, but that's what makes it so cool. But that's what makes it so great because there's nothing to bother you. You can get out there and just kind of get away from things. So. Yeah, and go see the fort. Yeah, the actual fort. It's yeah. pretty cool. You, have you ever been? Yeah, I've been there a couple times. A couple times. I think I've. Isn't there a ferry down there? There is. To yeah, Dolphin I took the ferry. Cross to Dolphin Island. Times, yeah. yeah, I didn't know there was a bridge to Dolphin Island mm. from the other side. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I think I knew that there was. Yeah, yeah bridge. Good times. Good times. What y'all been up to? Uh, travel basketball. Hopefully, it's over in the next coming weeks. Just because I'm, I'm need a break. But that's been it. We we went up to Chattanooga uh, one weekend and um, played up there. That's where I guess I got this. I don't know if it's Sinus related because of something foreign to me was blooming up there or what, but I come back and I've got a sinus infection. So oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to power through it. I'm not powering through it tomorrow. I'm taking off tomorrow. I don't blame me. Yeah. So, you know, us with real jobs, we really have to work all throughout the school year or all throughout the year, not just school year. Hmm. <laughs> I figure I right. get. I figure I get a little use something out of y'all for that one. But anyway. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm waiting on Murphy to respond. Yeah. About what? Like just about just his, what I've been doing. His, yeah, just nothing much. Just uh, yard work. You said something about working in the house earlier today. You went to Target. Yeah, I went to Target and uh, hung out in Trussell a little bit. Went to Starbucks. They didn't have any coffee beans. <laughs> I was gonna buy some coffee beans. They didn't have any. <laughs> what? You got to have any? Really? Like you? So, you, uh, in all fairness, he told me this story before you got here, and it's okay. hilarious. Okay, so go ahead and. Well, I just went to the main Starbucks down there. I was going. My sta- wife had a gift sta- card she gave me, and I was going. She told me I could have it, so I was going to buy a bag of beans. I like the Pike Place. Yeah. Beans, and I was going to grind them myself at sure. home. He's, a, he's a, he grinds his own beans. He's a bean grinder. Well, I was just going to get a bag of beans, like I've done a bunch of times. So I go in there and I tell the. Girl, I said, I, I need a bag of Pike Place beans. And and she goes over and starts looking for them. But they didn't have any. Wow. And I told her, I said, well, just you can just package me up some beans in a regular bag. They've done it before. Right. She didn't act like she knew what I was talking about. So I said, all right, fine. I'm just, I'm, see y'all later. Did you, try the, did you try the Starbucks in the Target? Well, I went back to that one and okay. bought some. Yeah, okay. they had some in there. But, I mean, I just couldn't believe they yeah. didn't have any beans. That is kind of. A beanless Starbucks. Yeah. Hey, I, I've seen, uh, where was it? It was uh, Buffalo Wild Wings up in Pell City. They were out of chicken wings. No joke. In Pell City? In Pell City. Wow. It's literally in your name, Wild Wings. Yeah. And they were just totally and, out and they were completely chicken, out of Chicken? Any chicken? They had the boneless, but they didn't have any, like, the bone traditional. In. Yeah. yeah, bone in. Yeah, I heard there was going to be a shortage. Of well, it hit like Pell City that day. We made yeah. fun of it for about two hours because of it. <laughs> Wow. It's like going to Crystals and there's no crystals. They will never sponsor the episode. Um, that is for certain. By the way, your Hawk shirt is here. You got to get nice. It. Yeah, your Hawk. Nice. It's over in that box. All right, with Hawk's face on. We're it. gonna do all but, these other shirts. By the way, uh, those I'm I'm gonna be sending out an email about that. Okay. Yeah, just I like it. Sell I like sell it. the heck out of them. So <laughs> I listened to the last podcast. Oh, did you? Well, yeah. yeah. So as of the recording of this episode, that episode hadn't been released. So what have you? What do you think? I sent him the download link. Golly. Yeah. What? Just cost yourself a download. Right, he'll go back and listen, yeah, I guarantee so. you. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to to listening to it. I, we're, we're in a lull. You want me to send you the link? <laughs> no, because no, I'll, I'll I'll listen to it whenever it comes out. I but. took notes. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I tallied up some stuff. You want to hear it? Oh, sure. Oh, great. All right. Dogs hit. My dogs. I had a bunch of dogs. You talk about your dog getting hit, right? <laughs> When you're yeah. eight years yeah. old, yeah. Well, I had a, I had a bunch of them here. I mean, that happened to me a lot. Do you right there on the road? Yeah, probably at least four or five. Yeah, probably. yeah. And then uh, personally, myself, I've hit two dogs, <laughs> Gosh. and uh, one on the school bus. Well, one <laughs> evening, 
I've, I've heard some stories about that, and it's funny you bring that up because just yesterday, Caitlin, Caitlin hit one of our dogs coming oh, up the driveway. No. She didn't get out of the way in enough time, and it dislocated her back hip, so she's at the vet right now. Oh, good. Getting all that taken care be some money today for Caitlin's Not birthday. for me, for Caitlin. Today's, her dog. Is, is today Caitlin's birthday? And today is actually Caitlin's birthday. Yeah. So yeah. if you are happy to listen to this, happy birthday. Happy birthday. And I love you. Just happy birthday from me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I th- I, yeah, I've hit three deer. I think y'all talked about hitting deer. Yeah. In my old, you know, that old Escort uh-huh. I used to drive? Hit yeah. three, and hit two of them bad. And it. And I almost hit a horse in front of Skip Shaw one night. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I did, too. Are you serious? Yeah, it was late, late at night. Uh, now, I was messing with the radio. It was late at night. Are you, and I, are and you I looked just playing on the no, joke? No, I looked up, and there's, there's a horse right there. I barely missed it. I almost centered him right up. Well, we and, just slapped it. Me and Mickey, we just. Boom! I almost hammered that thing. And y'all, y'all also talk about Justin Williams, and and I meant to say this before that um, Justin Williams he played in a band. Yes, right with uh, Tim Davis. No, Tim was not part of the band. Was he not? What band? Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. You're you're talking about you're talking about a like a garage band. Yes, yes. Justin. Yes, the Steve Gregerson band. Yeah, I can't remember the name. Steve Gregerson. Steve Gregerson and uh, Will Cox. Will Cox and Joel Cash. Joel Cash and uh, who else is in there? Eric Brown. Yeah, yeah, Eric Brown, who's a bass player. He's yeah, a bass. yeah, they played my wedding. Really? Yeah, they played at my wedding. I did not know the that. The Steve Gregerson yeah, band? Yeah, the Steve Gregerson band. <laughs> yeah, because y'all always talk about him, and I always remember that, but I never brought that up. Yeah, Eric Brown, the bassist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, because we had, we, had we had a talent show here, and then we had a talent show with uh, the Beta Club at the state convention. The, the uh, Senior yeah. Beta Club state convention was in Birmingham, so we had to take everything, set it up. I was a roadie. I literally had a shirt on that said Steve Gregerson Band Roadie. That's awesome. Uh, it does not fit anymore, so I don't have it. Uh, but I didn't know they had played a third show. That is awesome. Yeah, they played more. And I, and I sang with them in that talent show. I do remember Here that. Here at the school. I do yeah. remember that. Did you really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the talent show, I, I had a talent show skit with, uh, with Miss Chance. Yeah. She and I kind of didn't see eye to eye on something, and she's trying to make amends for hey, it. Hey, let me so see if I can remember this. She played piano. She played piano. And you sang. And I sang. I remember that. Because I had a huge black eye whenever I sang. Yeah. And the story behind the black eye is, you know, Clint being, you know, all into the, the wrestling that was big at the time, I would let people do moves to me at here at the school. You know, complete liability issue. I understand Absolutely. that now. 36 yeah. years old. I understand that now. But I let a guy do it, and he did it incorrectly. Uh, it was a choke slam, just a simple <laughs> choke slam onto the hard pavement. Well, he did it incorrectly, and whenever he slammed me down, my, my, my whole entire body rolled over and literally landed like right here on my head. Well, they went sent me to the school nurse, and the school nurse is like, you're an idiot, go home, or go, go back to class. Well, the next day I come in, and the swelling has moved from, from my head around my eyebrow area down to my eye now you talk about a shiner it was the definition of a shiner it was puffy and it was black and looked like i'd been in a boxing match with somebody it looked really good and i got up there like the two days later and sang in front of the whole entire school yep i remember that yep who's your favorite rest you were so oh it was it was mick foley mankind now i saw him right i went to that one time to that World Wrestling. Yeah. I guess it was still Federation. Sure. And he wrestled Steve Austin. That was the main event. Oh, man. And it was live. Yeah. That Raw is War yeah. or whatever. I took my cousin, and they, they filmed the live part for two hours, I right. believe. But they had like three hours before that. Right. And that, that was great. I, re- I love that, the three hours it wouldn't, because that's all the people I remember. Right. Like... um. George Animal Steel. Yeah. You remember him? He yeah. Bit the turnbuckle on yeah. everything. I thought that Had was the green fantastic. tongue and everything and yeah. the hairy back. But I saw Mankind. I saw him wrestle Steve Austin. That guy, yeah. uh, you know, as I've gotten older, I've kind of drifted away from, from him just a little bit for personal reasons. But um, I remember those days like it was yesterday. And it was so funny that uh, Coach Cone had, had posted something. And I said how much I emulated a lot of what he did in the in the wrestling ring here at the school and why I've lost so many brain cells in doing so <laughs> because I would just do silly stuff. Like, you have to get Hammy in here one day and, and Justin hopefully one day. We used to do a thing called Move of the Day where we would rush back. We would rush back from lunch and get get Miss Gibson's keys and we'd go in first. Like, we'd, we would run, sprint, get back to her room so nobody else is in there. And I'd let Hammy do a move to me. Like, one time it was like a power bomb. 
like straight up, all the way over, come back around, slam me on the floor, power bomb. Like there was all kind, Gibson. Of, all kind of stuff. Oh, and we tormented her on on that on that very Beta Club convention, I believe it was. Um, we're not going to go into that story though, just for legal obligation. I used to go to that Continental Championship wrestling. I had it Boutwell in Birmingham. Yeah, Austin Island. Yeah, Tennessee Stud, Ron Fuller. I think Ric Flair was probably involved. In oh, Ric Flair's too. been everywhere. That guy, like that time. as I've gotten older, uh, I have more and more respect for Ric Flair. Gordon Soley. Yeah, Gordon Action Soley. Mike Jackson, a guy that used to come hey, here to the school. He used to come here to the school. He would be the referee that got involved. Mike Jackson had a had a bout with Ric Flair back in like the seventies, and Ric Flair made him look like a million dollars. He was a world champion. It was supposed to be for for the championship. Ric Flair made him like a million dollars, and Ric Flair looked like the dastardly heel that he was, and barely won. And everybody hated him for it because the good guy lost, and the bad guy guy was just a great entertainer. It's gonna be a sad day when he goes because he don't look good. I can't. Right I now. can't believe he's still around. Yeah, His stepson goes to Auburn. Ric Flair steps on. Yep. Huh. Fun fact. I can mention one other thing about a deer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A deer. yeah. There's a guy around here. Y'all probably know him. I, don't, I probably don't need to bring up his name, but he hit a deer one time in a truck, and somehow the deer got inside the truck and just messed the inside of it. Oh, up. my good. It's like Tommy Boy. <laughs> I thought that seems Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> Sorry about your car, though. <laughs> That really, got him. that really yeah. happened. Are you serious? Yeah, that really happened. Wow. You'll have to tell us yeah, all later. Yeah, I'll tell you who it was later on. Yeah. But it just made me think about that when y'all talk about hitting yeah. deer and stuff. That's hilarious. That's great. That's awesome. That is great. Anything else from that episode you need to? Well, Joker, country music. The Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. There's a lot of that last episode. Uh-huh. I was hoping we could talk about Joker and country music again. <laughs> Yeah, Clint loves talking about country music. Uh, I can't stand it. Hey, before we move off of it, um, at the end of at the end of the road I live on near the marina, um, I almost hit a hit a horse one. There's a black horse that had gotten out and was running yeah. down the road and it darted out in front of me. Uh, so that was my my. I had a horse run over me one time. You, move on now. <laughs> so when when we talk about wrestling specifically, mm. Ric Flair. When you think about how, <laughs> when you think about how unique that is to oh, America, oh, how over the top it is, how, and everything just how else. American it is. But you know who else is like really, really infatuated with pro wrestling? Japan, J- Japanese, yeah, yes, Japan. And it is, it is what they call strong style. So a lot of the punches and the hits and stuff are pretty stiff. They're also really, really like into. Football, like American football, yes, and baseball. Yeah, they've got a, they got a good uh, baseball following as well. Yeah, yeah, they've got a they've got a college football national championship. Really? Yeah, that that they do every year. Between it, what, like Tokyo U and Tokyo Tech or something? Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, there's like there are only like eight teams, but yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. But no, it's 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 a when you when you look back on what a lot of people will call the golden age of you know the WWF wrestling, yeah. Hulk Hogan, yeah, yeah, I mean it's think about what do you consider the golden age because because there's there's they, they've got it all spread out into different eras now. You've mm-hmm. got the Federation years, which is kind of that that that's like you're talking about, and they got what they call the golden era, like the seventies when it was really big in the seventies with the old school wrestlers. They weren't sports yeah. entertainers at that point; they were still wrestlers. And you got the Federation with with Ultimate Warrior and Hogan, and then you got um, the Attitude Era, which is where where a lot of mine came into into play at. So, what what do you consider the golden years? You talking about that Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Okay. That's that's I think if you're on the outside looking in, that's what that's what a lot of people consider sure. the golden age of wrestling. But what's unique about that is that's about where. Well, actually, the Attitude Era is actually where it happened more at. And, gosh, I'm nerding out right here. Um, but you still had what they call kayfabe back mm-hmm. then. And it was bad guys are bad guys, good guys are good guys. They don't talk to each other. They hate each other in real life. And you you played that character in the ring, and you took that character out on the road. Yeah. Whereas now with social media and you can see behind the curtain so much, it's all they're all really good buddies at the end of the day. So that that's where it's kind of lost some of its luster for me personally is – to me, it's just not as entertaining as it used to be. Yeah, but anyway, people have always liked it, but 
the golden age you're talking about would be in the like WrestleMania one. Yeah, yeah. What probably. year would that have been? That would have been eighty. 83 no because Silverdome was 83 so probably 81 because I was thinking about the uh like most American things I've ever seen that was like kind of the height of the Cold War yeah so you had those Cold War matches too where you had the Americans against Nikolai Volkov Nikolai Volkov and I probably told y'all this story when we're doing Cold War in class about Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheet wrestling Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo American guys Yep. yep Because things that would make the hair stand up on the back of my neck and give me chills would be when I saw that that was just unbelievable. Because, you know, Nikolai Volkov was seen the Russian national anthem. Yeah. And Iron Sheet would salute that Iranian flag. Yep. And our Russian flag. And then Barry Wendell and Mike Rotundo would run in with the U.S. flag. Yep. Well, I and tell just, you, that was Everybody going crazy for it. Yeah, that was yeah. great stuff right there. What about the movie, The Wrestler? Y'all ever seen that? With uh, Mickey Rourke? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh-uh. That, that reminds me of exactly when yeah. we had those re- the wrestling here in the gym. Yeah. Those times. Yeah, that that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, it's, a, yeah. it's a pro wrestler that's kind of... Yeah. He's in his in his twilight years of it, and he's, you know, it, it's funny because it's kind of like the cycle of everything else. You start off wrestling in gyms, you go to these big arenas and stuff, and then once you've kind of peaked and you're on the downslide, you're back in high school arenas yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. charging for pictures and all right, trying to make every every stuff. dollar that you can, sleeping out of your car, yeah. having to drive three hundred miles in a night to make the next town. Yeah, that reminded me of the. Those guys we haven't lost guys we haven't here. Midget used wrestling. to having here. Midget wrestling. Oh, they were fantastic. You can't use that word anymore. You can't use that word anymore. Small people wrestling. <laughs> uh Boaz. There there used to be a place up in Been Boaz. up there. Yeah. Four thirty one sports arena. That's it. They That's turned it. an oil change place yep. into an arena. Yeah. Yep. I've been in there you before. Can st- well, I don't know if you wow. still can. This is there great. was a there was a tornado that came through there not too long ago and it did it, destroy it. It got it a little bit. That was great watching yeah. that stuff up there. Yeah. Buff Bagwell was a big star up there. I I'll tell you I, I peed right beside him at the Walmart in Pell City. <laughs> at the urinal. I guess <laughs> I guess I guess I guess one, I guess three, four, and five were taken. And I was at number one. He pulled right up there, number two. Whoa. And the, the, the guy in number three, after we got finished, we looked at each other and said, Was that Buff Backwell? No, that, that's we a said, up I think that was Buff. No, that, yeah, that, that can't happened. be true. Yeah, that happened. He must have been wrestling. They used to have Pels wrestling over in Pell City, and he must have been there wrestling and just coming to Walmart. That is, that oh is great. Oh, my gosh, that's great. I, the, of the stories I expected today, that was not one of no. them, and that was yeah. fantastic. But he was the big star before there was right, sports Right, because he was the big name. Sanders, he, with the Sanders boys. The Sanders boys, boy. yep. And, and they uh, broke the ring the night I was up there. They had a big tag team match. And really? They they broke the ring. <laughs> the manager of the bad guys, well, you broke the ring. <laughs> we had to wait. Let them fix the ring. It's That's great. hilarious. Didn't have it quite set up right. What What are the most American things that y'all have personally witnessed? Uh, Bigfoot. Hulk Hogan. Back in the day, like I'm talking about three. I barely remember it. Because here it was. He had all this wrestling, and the whole entire night it was, where's Hulk Hogan? Where's Hulk Hogan? Where's Hulk Hogan? He never showed up. At the end of the, the end of the night. He comes out, the music's playing, everybody's going crazy. He rips off his shirt. The music's still playing, he walks to the back. That was the end of it. Where was this now? Birmingham. I was, you I you was were there? Three. Yes. So he didn't wrestle that night? No. He come out, he posed, and he went home. I would have not. I would have had to get my money back. Well. That. That, was he supposed to wrestle? I don't think he was on the card. Like I said, I was three, but he, just, he showed up, tore off his shirt, and went huh. back out. Or went back home. You know, WrestleMania 1, that's where Andre the Giant let him. Slammy, two, three. Hulk. Was it three? Three. You sure it was three? Yep, 100%. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. One was where Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, t- uh, t- uh, tag teamed against Rowdy Popper and somebody Don't look else. at me. I don't know anything somebody about wrestling. Well, most American thing, besides, you talk about besides peeing, besides both back. Well, yeah, yeah, just in general. Most American thing in general. Oh, in general. That you have so, personally witnessed. I got a list of 20 items. But, well, let's one let's by go. one, sir. Let's go. No, I tried to think about things that uh, you know gave me chills, made the hair stand up on the back of my neck, and everything. And what got us talking about this was uh, flyovers, right? Yeah, we're talking yeah, about we, flyovers, airplanes, it, flyovers. A couple of weeks ago, he and I were talking about flyovers. Yeah. Like, okay, basically any NASCAR event, yeah, I've been to will do that to me. The pre-race ceremonies with the uh, you know the big Peterbilt with the mm-hmm. big American flag coming by, and then the flyovers, the airplanes, and everything. The uh, the the guy that used to drive that truck, he's passed away mm-hmm. now, but I worked with his son. What's his son? Haynes. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, he used to race. John yeah. Ray used to race in NASCAR, right? 
I believe so. And he died, and now his son drives. No, yeah. no, his son doesn't drive it now. But he, uh, he, uh, Barry, his dad would used to drive the truck mm-hmm. a lot with that big American flag, and he always had pictures and videos of them riding in the truck going around. Yeah, that does that's it to me neat. every time. Oh, that's and then that's great. I, as soon as I see the flag coming around, I look over the horizon to be watching for the planes. Yeah, you know, and that that's cool. We've seen a lot of cool flyovers. And the way they time that up sometimes, too. Oh, like, it's crazy. Like with, with the national anthem and yeah. rockets red glare and all that. Here they yeah. come. It's That's like, awesome. Man. There are, there are, there are a lot of reaction there. videos on, on YouTube of, like, British or foreign people reacting to those moments. And they're like, oh, that's really cool. You know, that's that's all. Like, um, Stephen Fry, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Came to an Iron Bowl one time for one of his series that he did for BBC, and and they did the flyover right before the Iron Bowl, and he was just completely like he just stared, he was speechless, and he just turned to the camera and he was just speechless, like he didn't know what to what to do. And then there's a photographer in the background, and you just see the photographer just go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going yeah, but that makes me go yeah, like the most American thing ever. And then you know Stephen Stephen Fry's just got this look on his face, like what in the crap just happened but yeah flyovers are they've got to be up there on top of the list now now tell about the one about the helicopter you said okay. you, were, you yes. said you were on the jumbotron that you were on the what were you, you were filming from up there is that so, where your location was so yeah when i was at auburn my first for, for most of my tenure there i worked for the for the video crew uh operations video mostly operations there towards the end but one game, and I'm trying to remember what game it was. It, I don't even remember the year, but it was during my tenure at Auburn, and we had some video guys that were on top of the jumbotron. So I had access to go on top of the jumbotron. And at that time, well, as of right now, we st- it's still the largest video board in college football. So this is after after they installed the big one. Yes. So post 2015. Right. So we go up there. I, I'm up there, and they're. Watching the game and watching the pregame festivities from up there is just amazing because you can see everything. I mean, sure. you're you're over everything, and you know the band marches out and they do "God Bless America" because the Auburn University marching band always does "God Bless America," and then after that they do the national anthem. Well, then they form up the USA. The band forms into the word USA, and then you have ROTC folks come out with every single flag of every single state in the United States. They march out. The band's in USA formation. They start playing the national anthem. They when they hit a certain mark, I, f- I forget what mark it is. It's one of the crescendos. The an American shield comes out. Some mm-hmm. of the the front ensemble of the band comes out, and they the American flag comes out into this shield formation. It's beautiful. Well, this particular game, they did flyovers probably two to three times a year. This particular time, they had a helicopter formation, and it was, I want to say it was uh, two Blackhawks and one Apache helicopter. Wow. And they, they, and we can see them coming because we're over everybody, Right. right? So we can see them coming before anybody else can. Well, they hit that. You know, rock is regular, and we can see them, and they come over. And y'all, they are low. Yeah. Okay. Low and slow. I mean, the slowest flyover you've ever seen, but probably the best flyover I've ever seen because you got to take it in. You got to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. You know, you you, you could take it in. And they just kind of just slowly just. And the whole stadium, all 87,451 of them, and Jordan Hare just. You know, the whole place just erupts. and And it's like. We on top of the jumbotron could just yeah. reach up and just and touch, touch it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you gotta you oh, gotta great, stop man. and just take in those. Well, balls. there was it one was like awesome. that for an Iron Bowl um, several years ago at Alabama. It's before they did their first big stadium expansion. They had a huge crane there, you know, setting stuff in place. All of a sudden, here comes a C one thirty, and yeah. that thing is low, low, yeah. low. And they actually complained about it being too close to the crane, being in the fly space of the crane, and. uh like when when they showed the flyover, it looked like it was going to hit the crane. It barely made it over. Gary and Vern are calling the game. They're like, "Wow, we've never seen anything like that." And like yeah. the whole place is just rocking because we we went on to lose that game though. But yeah, still yeah. 
I mean, flyovers are awesome. They're so I've I've seen you know the B fifty twos, the the F sixteens, whatever. It's they're all awesome. Now the B two, I saw it flyover the yeah. stealth yeah. bomber flyover Talladega one day, and that was pretty cool. And then Harry Jet, yeah, it was. And you talk about something impressive. B two, not B fifty two, B two, B two. You yeah. talking about something uh, impressive coming over the rise, B two, and then the hairs, and then you're talking about helicopters, the sounds. You know, sometimes you'll just, hear something that just sounds different, like uh, what's the Vietnam, the, the Huey, Hueys. Yeah. You know, it's a Huey. The bell you hear Huey. that. Oh, yeah. And one time I was on the football field, probably the late nineties, and I heard something I never heard. I heard just on TVs. The only time I've ever heard anything like this, if I'm not mistaken, it was a B-29. I looked up, and there it was flying over. It was I, I checked on it later, and it was going to Birmingham to land so people could see it. And I think it was just like one of them that still flies in, huh. at, you know, in the United States or in the world. But they were giving people rides on it. They could wow. pay 500 and take a ride on it. When it was I, a B-29. I believe what it was. When I was, at, uh, when I was doing my internship at Auburn High School back in the spring of 2018, my cooperating teacher organized a Vietnam veterans memorial ceremony and a part of the ceremony he booked a Huey to come to this giant event and we had you know the fire department was there he had uh Hal Colonel Hal what was his name Hal damn it oh Hal, Hal Moore Hal Moore was he there Hal Moore okay. was there uh we the, were soldiers guys. yes yeah. yes and no, it wasn't Hal Moore. It was uh, God. It was the guy that wrote that that helped write that book. Well, the the newspaper guy. Yeah, him. Okay. It was him. And then I got that on my bulletin board in the room down there. Yes, I can, and I cannot think of his name, but he was there and he spoke. And then they, we had a Medal of Honor. Well, actually, we had two Medal of Honor recipients there, um, both from the Vietnam War, and it was. It was like that helicopter landing, and then that helicopter crew. All of them fought in the Vietnam War. They landed on the band practice field. It was just, it, it gave me chills, man. It was it just one of those moments that kind of makes you proud to be, to be an American, you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I tell you, the even to this day, now, I graduated the year of, or the year after the September 11th attacks. Yeah. We we played our art travel and football that very week. You know, that, that happened on, I think, a Tuesday, and we played on that Friday. We we didn't cancel games or anything. But even to this day, before a football, specifically before a high school football game here, when I hear the national anthem, it, it gives me that chill still like it just makes me want to run through a stinking brick wall at that point i mean it, it still does this day yeah it, it that's kind of how the the pre-game festivities were at auburn it was like you know all that happening it just it just made you want to just i don't know it's just i don't know there's something to it but yeah that, that those are some of the most american things i've ever witnessed i remember one time we were at kentucky it was a thursday night game at kentucky and we're standing on the jumbotron and well, no, I was standing on the field at this point of the game. I was standing on the field, and they had a, uh, they did a flyover, but they also had a guy come in and drop the game ball, and fly, you know, on the parachute, uh, parachute, yeah, parachute in with the game. Oh man, that was awesome. That I, was awesome. I tell you one thing, and I don't know if we have any more that we want to talk about that is American. One thing I want to experience before my time on Earth is extinguished. I want to go to an Army Navy game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I watch that game every year. And I just love everything about it. And they I mean, played it at West Point this year. This past year. That would have been did. awesome. That would have been absolutely that. phenomenal. Because that's the first time they've played there in, what, 100 years or something? Yeah. So, that was awesome. But, uh, yeah, I want to see an Army-Navy game in person. Um, I don't know. why it's, it's it's a weird thing. But I've always had a a connection with Army for some reason. Yeah. And I'll tell you why if you really want to know why. But for whatever reason, I've always followed Army because of this. The NCAA football game, usually, yeah. you know, you play so much, you're like, okay, I'm getting kind of bored. Let me take the worst team on the game and go 
become a national power, and usually Army. Yeah. So I've always gotten to the point where I always take Army, run the triple option to a national championship or something. So I've always kept up with Army football because of that. And I, they've been they've been doing pretty well here lately, yeah, last couple have. of years. And, uh, you know, the, the, the things that they do, because, you know, they're, they've got restrictions on how big the, the, the cadets can be. Um, so, you know, your linemen aren't – your 350-pound linemen like you have in these SEC schools, their weight restriction, you know, it reminds us a lot of what we do here. They just – Get a guy yeah. blocked just a little bit long enough so we can get get yeah. a crease, and we're completely fine with three, four yards and cloud of dust and run it again. I like watching that. Oh, it's, it's I like great, watching man. that offense. It is the fastest game. That's the one thing. That's mm-hmm. the one complaint about the Army Navy game. It is the fastest game you will ever see because it's triple option, triple option, triple option. Yeah. Triple you're, probably option. Gonna, you're probably all going to see it there. Yep. You better yeah. watch. Yep. I like watching them play. See, my we're, I'm an Air Force guy. My whole family have been in the Air Force, so I we root for the. When it comes to service academies, we root for the Air Force. But when we when we're not rooting for the Air Force, we're rooting for Army. I don't know what it is about about Army, but yeah, same same difference. I tell you what, I think Nike and to a lesser extent Under Armour has done a great job whenever it comes to the home team in that series. Oh yeah, the uniforms they 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 put out there, man, they are just awesome. Like just some, and the, the helmet designs, yes, the helmet designs. You know, there was one year where everybody from the army they had their logo. So if they were infantry men, they had yep. they had their own. If they were combat, they had their own thing. If they were, you know, what engineering battalion, engine, yeah. yes, exactly. And they had their own thing on the helmet. And of course, you know, it's they don't talk about last names there. It's always army and it's always country. It's always pride. And you know, that's what they wear on the back of their back of their shirts. Yeah. It's not it's not you know Thompson or or Wilson or anything like that. It's you know, I'm, I'm wearing my country. Yeah. yeah, those Navy helmets were cool when they had the four different ships. Yes, painted on. Yes. they were like yeah, that was awesome. they were they were literally uh, were they hand painted? Yes, I mean it looked crazy. I look for, I, I look forward to that that one week, and I think it's great that college football this season's over and yeah. they give that one week to those two academies because yeah. that's how much that game means. Yeah, I, I, it's just and great. the president's there yeah. and all. I mean, it's just it's awesome. Hey, one other thing: the uh, vice president was at Talladega one time. Uh, Quail, Dan Quail, uh-huh. and, and they had those Black Hawk helicopters surrounding the track the whole time he was there. They were in the air. Really, that's pretty cool. And I think he waved the flag to start the race and everything. So I've seen, I've seen that there too. And then a lot of American moments after the race at Talladega. I saw, I think three guys one time with absolutely no clothes on. <laughs> they were sliding down on cardboard one of the America. banks back behind the yeah. stands, and they had this policeman trying to catch all of them. Like, <laughs> One of them would slide, and he'd go after that guy. Like a greased-up death yeah, guy he running around. He couldn't catch him, then he'd go after the other guy, and he'd slide. Then he'd go after him, and the other guy would slide. Better luck uh, next year. I don't know if he ever caught them all. That's pretty American. <laughs> America. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan understand. Quayle, he misspelled potato. Spelling bee. <laughs> Y'all remember I, that? I do remember that. And who was, who was the guy that, oh, goodness, who was it that, that uh, Reagan run against and – he completely botched his entire campaign because he didn't he didn't look presidential riding in the tank or whatever it was. Oh, Dukakis. Uh, yeah. Yes. No, Dukakis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he ruined his whole entire thing because he was he was already you know anti uh, anti prison anti he's you know gun all this kind of stuff. Then he's out there in a tank and the tank's like going backwards and he's looking the wrong way at the camera and he's waving or something and just it ruined him. Yeah. They just can't point. be themselves. No. And, and win, no. Yeah, well, Quail. You know he. They were putting it on a board. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, I've seen. Well, I've I've hey, seen the clip. I wasn't alive. The kids spell. The kids spell potato. It, that was the word at the spelling bee, and uh, he had it spelled right. And he said, "Don't forget to put the e on there." And the kid knew he was doing the wrong thing, but he put the e on there. You know. <laughs> yeah, with a toe, potato, toe, <laughs> like a tow truck. No, no, not like a tow truck, yeah. but still like a like a tow, like a, tow. Like a t- T-O-E tow. Yeah, yeah. Wing spell. We may be from the south, but by gosh, wing. Well, spell. we can smell uh, tomato potato. So yeah, that's true. Uh, but the, I was. I, he actually told me that he wanted to talk about this, and I I was scrolling through TikTok one day, and I I showed him this, but I saw a, <laughs> I saw a a video of uh, this individual coming out of a liquor store. <laughs> He had on a cowboy hat. He had on, I guess, I guess chaps, 
um, you know, the and and he had he was like, well, I mean, just old with a giant handlebar mustache and like the, a smaller the, version of Sam Elliott. Yes, yeah. And the person filming was filming out of their truck, and in the truck they were playing. What were they, was it? Fortunate Son by CCR. Yes, I, th- I think. Have yes. you seen this video? Yeah, you sent it to me as well. Oh, did yeah, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, and so the guys carrying the uh, a twenty four pack of Coors Light. Yeah, he's got K. He's got a suitcase, and it's probably. I, I, it had I been in that moment, because the caption of the video said that that guy, the guy carrying the beer with the handlebar mustache and the cowboy hat and the chat and everything, that he was a Vietnam vet. Mm. So, I don't know. Just to me, that was like the most American moment. Had I been there, I probably would have cried. Why? Why is it? Do y'all think that people that really support America in that kind of way get that kind of bad rap? Like, why? Why is when you say that guy is totally American, you you just automatically have this picture of Cloyd Rivers? Yeah. You know, why? Why is it that? I, I I don't know. I think it's just you know a lot of times people that choose to express their patriotism in that way also express well also express other opinions simultaneously that that different sides of the political spectrum disagree with yeah i mean there there are different ways to be patriotic to different people right sure and some of them some people would argue aren't patriotic but they're just who they are yeah they're not fake Man, I tell you, I wish we could get back to September twelfth, two thousand. Yeah, because well, uh, when you brought that up, I was wondering, I was wondering if that's where you were going to go with that. It, it wasn't, but have y'all ever been to that? That I've not, I've not ever been to New York City to that memorial. I don't think I would want to. I want to go to New York City. I, well, if I do, I want to go. Okay, I want to go. Have y'all ever been to DC? Mm-hmm. No, I need to talk you about that. What? But I want to talk about smoking the bandit first. So, oh, okay, DC is the best one. DC. Okay. Okay. You were talking to me about <laughs> about the Smokey and the Bandit deal. Yeah, that's American. one of the most American things I've ever seen. What was what? It's really exciting. One of the most exciting things I've ever seen in my whole life. When they you, the car show here at the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Smokey and the Bandit, Snowman's truck, right, and the Trans Am and the um, Buford's car pulls up. Were you here that day? No. That was awesome. I had to. I got there early. I wanted to see it coming down the road. Can you imagine seeing that going down the road somewhere? I'd wreck. Yeah, seen it pull in. It was awesome seeing them pull in. As long as they didn't bring the elephant, we're good. Me, him. Well, that, well, that, that was in two. Yeah, that was in, this was me and him and another the other history teacher at that time here all got a picture in front of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty. Got good. your ears on snowman. Well, can I talk about terminology from Smoking the Bandit that yeah. I still use? Yeah. Yeah. Go-go juice? Please tell me you call it go-go juice. Go-go juice. How about choking puke? I still say that from the movie. <laughs> we'll stop off with a choking yeah, puke. puke. Yeah. 10-100, 10-200. I still mm-hmm. use that all the time, even in class. Now, I'm going to show my lack of lack of Alabama knowledge here. What is that? No, it's just number one. 10-100 going to the restroom for number one. Okay. 10-200 is going for number i I've probably even written that on kids' passes. Okay. Here at school, 10-100. Well, usually just 10-100. Right. Pass, you know. Uh, how about um, County Mountie? Yeah. Texas Bubblegum Machine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that, y'all. Just, what's, what's a Texas Bubblegum Machine? Well, a police car. Oh. The old police cars had like the, oh, the yeah, one yeah. light on top. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still use that terminology. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. That's what I makes it even it. better. I tell you, there, there's, there's nothing more rewarding when you come up with a perfect line but there's nothing more devastating when you come up with a perfect line from a perfect movie and whoever you're saying it to doesn't get it. Yeah, and you have to explain yeah. it. Yeah. If you have to explain it, it's not. It's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. It's not. What are, your, what are some of your others on that list? Well, the Honor Flight, World War II Honor Flight, that's probably the best thing I've ever done. The most American moment with the World War II veterans to mm-hmm. the World War II Memorial mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. We took, uh, I went on that flight with my grandfather and we t- had 120. I think World War II vets, and there's 150 people total on the flight. But one of the coolest things was the pre-flight meeting, and you got everybody together. And uh, there was probably at least 10 World War II vets before we had the meeting and that were just sitting around talking, telling war stories. Yeah. And that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. It's like History Channel right behind exactly. me. They were talking about kamikaze attacks. Oh, right? my god, That's what they were talking about. And I was just listening to them thinking, 
man, this is great. I mean, this is just You just want to sit right, right down in the middle of them, cross leg, just look at them and say, keep going. And they and that's what they did that day at the pre-flight meeting. They didn't listen to nothing. Yeah. They just talked to each other and told stories and stuff. And they were trying, the people putting on a flight were trying to get them to listen and everything. They finally paid attention, but they just wanted to talk to each other. And then the flight, when we got to Washington, D.C., when we got to the memorial, we pulled up on the charter buses, and there were kids out there at the memorial on field trips and stuff. Mm. And I didn't know these guys were coming, but like 120 of them just get off the buses, and it's just like history showed up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, and they told so them cool. stories and stuff, the kids that were there at the World War II Memorial. But on the flight back, we left Baltimore. And uh, we were taking off, coming back to Birmingham, and there was one of the World War II veterans decided he needed to go to the restroom on takeoff. Ten one hundred. Ten one hundred. Taking ten one hundred. You're supposed to be buckled in. Well, he gets up on takeoff, and everybody's watching him. We're ascending steep. He starts going to the restroom, and he, you know, he's gonna go to the restroom. He's having to grab the back of the seats to go up the pull aisle himself and up. pull himself up. And everybody's watching him. The stewardesses are watching him. Nobody says anything to him. You know, you're not gonna say anything to yeah, him. You're gonna say anything to an old. old well, he, vet. he probably landed at. Uh, the at normandy yeah you know d-day so nobody's gonna say anything to him but he he makes it he he gets up there he makes it we're still ascending goes to the restroom then goes back to his seat but they were nobody gonna say anything to him well i mean you know? when you've survived world war ii oh, yeah. you know you can do whatever the heck you want exactly and and it's funny that that you brought that up i remember uh, a couple of years ago there's a government shutdown i couldn't remember if it's under obama or trump but there was a government shutdown and you know they shut down all the basically washington dc all the monuments and stuff and and kind of the same thing there's a, whole, a bunch of World War II vets decided, hey, we're going to get together, VFW, whatever, and go go up there. Well, they get there, and they've got everything closed up. And, like, they've got this, you know, rent-a-cop there. It's like, sorry, closed, you can't be here. And they're like, by God, I'm going to show you. And they stormed it. Like yeah, I bet they went. Back in the day, they just went through. They said, we ain't stopping them. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. It's sad that that, that was the state of it to begin with, but, yeah, you know, that's awesome. But, you know, I, I like watching the um, – the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers, seeing that. Oh, whole, dude, the changing of the guard. Oh, that is that gives awesome. me chills, yes. man. Yes, the whole the whole Arlington experience just gives me chills. Yeah, Arlington was good. We went there when we were up there. I mean, have good. you seen? Have you been to a cha- uh, changing of the guard? No, I need to see that. Have y'all both of y'all seen that? I've, yes. I've never been to DC. I've seen it through videos and stuff. Yeah. Like I've seen I it like where they get on to the people about yep. it. Yep. Oh, that's that's great. It's like. Basically, shut your mouth. Exactly. I'm gonna shut it for you. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 right on there with the uh, you know the Q-tip guys from England. Yeah, the yeah the Q-tip the um, beef eaters. Uh, yeah, I think that that's they're what called? they're called. Okay, I think I don't know, but yeah, yeah. So you've never been to a changing of the guard? No, really, dude. It it will give the view just looking because you're looking out over the Potomac, over the cemetery, over DC. Hmm. And then you know you've got that mausoleum there, and then you've got the the grave the the actual grave markers, and then the pavement or the concrete is, has been worn down where the soldier stands guard. You know, and and there are all kinds of if you look into it, there are all kinds of regulations. You have to be a certain height, a certain age. You can't be an officer. You have to be an enlisted. Da 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 da. It's it's and it's a true honor. Oh, these guys yeah. are just like well, it's an honor to do this. And they get a certain, you know, they live there at the cemetery. They yep. get a certain stopping for every, and they do it through hurricanes. They do it everything, snowstorms. Snow, yeah, always there, always on guard. What's in that oath they take? Like when they're done after they serve their time, being that, I mean, they take an oath to not cuss or drink, right? I think Never they do. Again. Yeah, that that's right. That oath? Yeah, that's true. That is right. I have read that. Yeah. Wow. And so you Cause, know, because you're a representative of that entity right right and and here's the thing too you know when it's hot and you start getting hot and sweaty they just keep going yeah when it's well, cold the, yeah. i think they might let them put on a jacket they do have an part of a winter part, coat right yeah. part of their uniform coat but if you get cold you don't just stop and go get the heater you're there yeah and you're walking and, and it gets and, cold in dc oh absolutely it or virginia does. well they continue to do that through a hurricane or something yeah, yeah. It was Not Hurricane Sandy or something like that. I think that was a little further north, but they've done it through. There was a hurricane stuff. that came through there at one point. Yeah, we need to do that. Because the time that I was in Washington, D.C. was just for that day. That's yeah. the only time I've ever been. If, if you guys decide to take a trip, you know, you, you history guys decide to take a trip to D.C., I would like to go. Oh, I, yeah, I really we, would. We, 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 could, we, we need to go. Go to New we York, need to go too. To it. Yeah. Yeah. Take it or leave it. 
I have like, been I have been to Philadelphia though. That that's a pretty unique town because you know that was the the first capital. Yeah, Independence Hall, the Liberty Bell, all that whole entire that whole entire thing. It, it, Philadelphia is a really neat city too. Thought I'd throw that in there. What else is on that list? Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. American Top Forty. We were listening to him. We listened to him down at the beach. Old me replays. And, me and Paul. Old replays. The replays of the show. Yeah. Well, you know, we're you know sun, Sunday evening when I was growing up, eighties. You'd play basketball or football after church mm. every Sunday, and somebody would somebody had a good system in their car while you were playing. You know, they'd turn it in, turn it on, turn on Casey Kasem's Top Forty. But um, how about the long distance dedication? Yeah, that was awesome. That's that's I totally love, American, isn't it? I, I love listening to those on the replays of, of his show. So y'all listen to Casey Kasem? Yeah, yeah. At the beach. All right. Casey Kasem, American Top Forty. The show that we listened to specifically. We listened to two. His first one that we listened to was from 78. And then the next one that we listened to was, I think, from 85. How long did he do that? I mean, he did it up to the 2000s, didn't he? 70s to the 90s, I think. Okay. I remember he he went missing for a little while, didn't he? Like, nobody kind of knew where he was, and he showed back up. And not long after that, he passed away. Yeah. You know, he was the voice of Shaggy in the original. Yes. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I was trying to find one of his shows, and he just lost it one day on air, didn't he? Have y'all ever heard that one? Uh-uh. Where he just lost started cussing everybody out. Really? Yeah, I think I... Reminds me of Red Fox. You yeah. know, Red Fox yeah. used to do stand-up comedy. He he did that one time. He he was going to a show, and they played the Sanford and Son theme as he walked out, and I guess he kind of had bad, bad dealings with it. The show maybe been off the air or something. I don't know the exact backstory, but... He came out, and they played the Sanford and Son theme, and he came out, and he said, F all y'all. And he turned around and walked back off. I think I've seen that. <laughs> and they yeah. played the Sanford and Son theme <laughs> as he walked back <laughs> off. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. <coughs> we were watching, before you got here, we were watching Frank Caliendo do his John Madden impression. Oh, that guy. On uh, Letterman's Late Show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For, he does a ton of voice impersonations too, and, and most of them are really, really good. But that's John Madden that he does. Oh, oh it's hilarious. Well, that's like one of his first ones. He does a really good um, Morgan Freeman too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and, he does. and John Gruden, because like, he does the manner, the facial manners the, of John. He Gruden. does the face of John Gruden. Yeah, that face. The, you know, the face. He does it really well. Letterman and B two bombers and flyovers. I heard somebody talking about a story the other day where that he said after the B two went over. He said, Letterman said, if, well, if you're the bad guys, you're already dead. Yeah. Because yeah. you couldn't hear it till after it. Yeah. Passed. And that's it true. That's that's so true. You got to get some more halls. Sorry. Yeah, I got to get some cough drop. drop. Yeah. Before, before I start coughing everywhere, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, the, the good news is, is that um, we need to go ahead and get to our recommendations. Okay. So, who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. I recommend hot green tea whenever you have a cough. Does it work? Does it really work? It does. What I'm drinking here is a is a caffeine free version, but it's got uh, vanilla and cinnamon in it, and it oh, that it, sounds it, good. It soothes soothes a raw throat very very well. Um, and if I can't recommend that, I'm also going to recommend a hot toddy because I had one of those last night and had the best sleep I've had in a couple of weeks. Five three one, huh? Baby, you tell me what. Oh, so no, you I slept really 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 good. Really, well, I had I had. Um, a, a big cup of NyQuil yeah. right before that, and then I started coughing again. It's like, all right, I'm 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 going to bed. Mixed up a hot toddy. Oh, NyQuil. Went to bed. That's how I made it through that snowstorm in 93. NyQuil. Yeah. So th- as I've gotten older, I've noticed that some of those things really get to me now, because used to, I could take a NyQuil bottle and just down it until I got a good mouthful or how much ever I thought I needed and just go to bed and wake up the next morning and be fine, but... If I don't like actually use the cap now and I drink too much, I'm groggy for like hours after I yeah. wake up. So, kind of the same thing with caffeine. I've, I've developed some sort of a caffeine um, sensitivity, I guess. And now, if I drink caffeine too late, like I won't get a good night's sleep because of it. Thank you, Fitbit Watch, for telling me how well I sleep. Yeah, I, like I had coffee last night at about about eight o'clock. I was I was at um, uh, Luke's. House, I can say his name because he's yeah, he's guy. graduated now. Uh, but anyway, and and his younger brother, who I will not name, but you can't name, uh, made some coffee, and it was what flavor was it? It was um, it was a really cool, 
like a vanilla cheesecake flavor or something like that. I don't know. It was a good flavor of coffee. And every time I'm over there, I have to drink it. Yeah. It's just so good. So I start drinking it. And I'm, yeah, I didn't go to bed till about a minute. Well, it, it also didn't help that I talked to Mickey on the phone. There for, it is. Until about midnight last night. So, really? But yeah. See, that that's the thing. But usually when it's me, it's like two or three in the morning I'm up till. And, and like sweet tea does it to me. Yeah. Coffee will do it too. Then used to, I could drink a whole pot of coffee and go right to bed. And now it's... I. Just see that's not Hulk. able to do. I that. mean, Hulk. I mean, how many times a day does Hulk try to make coffee? That comes in my room about two or three times. Probably. Exactly. I mean, he drinks coffee all day long. He never has any of his own coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, uh, oh, I wish we could get them on the podcast together. I'm going. I'm going to leave this note here. Yeah. Hulk, make your own coffee. Make your own coffee. What's your recommendation, Murphy? Well, you know, he Hulk put the coffee cup. Didn't put the cup in my. Keurig and made a cup the yeah, other day. Tell, tell us that story. He don't put the cup under there and turns it on. It's just running out. Just, and he tried to hide it from me. And he was standing right there. Oh, God. You know, we we did the season finale and kind of talked about things that really get under our nerves. Yeah. People not feeling the Keurig up. Oh, that irritates Gets on your nerves. Me. That irritates me so bad. Yeah. I figured out it, what was going on. It, it literally says, add water. And then you can't do anything until somebody adds the water to it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm of the nature of if I'm gonna make a ten ounce cup of coffee, I've got ten ounces of water to go back into it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you got anyway. They just can't put water in there, huh? Just can't put water in there. I don't know why. Hulk, he he's a good guy though. He he stood there. I, I will admit, uh, while I was cleaning up his mess, he <laughs> he did stand there. He didn't leave. He stood there and talked to me the so whole time. Sit there and you and supervised yeah, he you the whole time. And talked to me the whole time. That's yeah. the most Hulk thing ever. Yeah, I'll stand here and watch you clean up the mess that I made. Absolutely, absolutely, y'all. He he locked us. He locked us out of the house at the beach. What did you do? Go to bed? No, I I went I went to the restaurant. We had just gotten done from the beach, and I said, "Look, I'll, this is a casual restaurant. It's not something you got to get dolled up for." I said, "I'll just go straight from the beach and go ahead and get our put our name on the list to get our table because it's going to take a while because there's five of us." And they said, okay, well, we've got to go back to the house to get, because Avery, who was one of the, anyway, one of them had to go back because they didn't have any shorts. They only had the bathing suit. And I, and I said, yeah, they do require you to at least have short shirts and shoes. So they were like, okay, well, we've got to go back to the house. I said, okay, well, here's the key. I give it to Hawk. Okay. So they all go back, bless you. They all go back to the house, get everything changed. Well, as they're getting ready to leave, Hawk is handing the key to his wife. It's the only key we have. He's handing the key to his wife. Well, his wife is on the phone with work. Oh, goodness. And he says, here's the key, here's the key. And she won't take it because she's on the phone with work. So he just sets it down in front of her on the counter. Mm. Well, obviously... Leave. She was she was distracted. They, yeah. they they locked they make sure the house is locked. Da, da 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 da. We come back later that night, locked locked up like Fort Knox. And I'm just and and I find I get to the back window and I look through the kitchen window and I see it on the kitchen island and I just go, Paul Hawk. I, I just start laughing immediately. I just start laughing because it's the most Hawk thing ever. Well, how do you get in? Well, the the spare key is with the neighbor who just happened to be in his hometown getting inducted into the high, the high school where he was the principal and teacher and coach for for a ton of years. He was being inducted into their Hall of Fame. So he and his wife were out of town with the key. So it just so happened that previously, a, a couple weeks prior, oh, I say a couple months prior, a hurricane had come through and had knocked out one of the panes in one of the windows in the front of the house. You know, it's a uh, double pane yeah. windows. The, the outside pane had been knocked out. And Let's go ahead and break the other one. It just well, it just so happens that it's a little weird too that my dad and I were talking about it before I went down to the beach. He said, "Yeah, we're probably going to replace that window anyway." Da 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 da, because it's our family's house. So I said, "I'm thinking to myself, hey, so we're going to replace." replace so we just knocked out the window and just went on. I, I went on through, unlocked the house, and got the key, and never gave it to Paul Hawk the rest <laughs> of the trip again. Where do you have to get dressed up to go eat at in Orange Beach? Well, they they just needed like, a shirt. Yeah, where'd y'all eat at? Tacky Jacks in Orange uh, Beach. Yeah, I love Tacky Jacks. Yeah, it was really. I, good. We got some Mexican garbage. It was very good. Nice. 
Mexican. I highly recommend Mexican garlic. Acme Oyster House. Yeah. Love. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Which one? The newer. The one that's right there by Tacky Jack's, like oh. across the road from it. In Gulf Shores. I'm sorry, Gulf Shores. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 What's your What's your rec? Sergeant York. Sergeant. The movie. Has anybody ever recommended that? No. No. Oh, that's a first. sticking with the American thing. Jimmy. Uh, Gary Cooper. Oh, is it Gary Cooper? Yeah. I thought it was Sergeant York. I Gary thought it was Cooper. Jimmy uh Schmidt. What was his name? Uh Smith. I don't know you're talking about Jimmy Crack Corn, I don't care. Oh, gosh. Gary Cooper played in Sergeant York. He played York. he yeah. played in uh he played in um Somebody went to Washington. Mr. Somebody went to Washington. Mr. Jimmy Smith. Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. No, Jimmy Stewart. That's, yeah. That's Mr. Smith goes to Washington, right? Yes. I know Jimmy Stewart. Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper. One of the best right. movies ever. If we're going to recommend American things, I recommend Team America. America! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say the other word. Uh, no, we can. We just, yeah, 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 we don't need not, to. We're not going to. Advertiser-friendly. Jimmy Stewart is one of my... I love that guy. Gary Cooper's a cool dude, too. Valley of the Forks of the Two of the Wolf or something? Valley of the... Valley of the Forks. Three. Let's see. Valley of the Three Forks of the Wolf. Palm Mall, Tennessee. Yeah. Valley yeah. of the Three Forks of the Wolf. Palm Mall, Tennessee. I need to get up there. You keep saying that because his place is still up there, right? Yeah, it's State Park. It's his home. Yeah. Is it really? We need we need to go up there. Yeah, I might go this summer. Because I mean, it's only three hours. What three four hours? Yeah, away? about four hours. Yeah, yeah. You go, need, Clint. We need to go. Come in. Let's do it. In life, Flint. We can take Andy Eden too. I'm sure Andy would want to yeah. go. We'll go back through Chattanooga. Go with Sticky Fingers. Okay, Sticky Fingers. Do you know Andy Eden? Be sure if you look that up. Look up StickyFingersRestaurant.com. That's really good. Don't don't go to stickyfingers.com. Yeah, it's dot org. No. <laughs> don't go to either don't, one of those. Don't look, yeah. Don't don't uh gosh, I've got so many stories I want to tell. Did about I, him, did I ever tell but, you about the the first time I got in trouble for pornography on the on the What? Don't say that word. No, uh, like like we just got the internet old dial up. Yeah. And like I'm trying to show my dad, hey, this is how the internet works. <laughs> I went to whitehouse.com. Oh gosh. Oh no. Uh it's it's a pornographic website. Mm. So just throw that I've out there. That. It's dot gov. Dot gov. Yeah, make sure you go to dot gov. Because uh not so good. Yeah. Kinda got in trouble for that one. Dang. Even though he saw you do it. Yeah, it like and, and I was just trying to show hey, you know, whitehouse.com. There's the president. You couldn't lives. have gone to like Google? Nick, I don't even know if Google was alive back then. Yeah, I'm sure it was. What year was it? Like 97? Uh, Alta Vista. Well, they particularly told us as teachers about that time period you're talking yeah. about. You know, if you're look, doing some stuff with the government and you're looking up the White House and everything, don't, don't look Yeah, don't venture like out. That. Don't venture out. Yeah. Specifically right. that one. Really? Well, my, my recommendation is going to be... Um, uh, actually, it was going to be Tacky Jacks, but then I changed. I changed it about. Well, just make two. One's Tacky Jacks because I mean, it's really good. Yeah, but it's it's gotten a little touristy. It has. It's yeah, kind of like touristy. Lulu's. Kind of like yeah, Lulu's. Yeah. Which I do like Lulu's. Which I mean, the the great thing about Tacky Jacks is the food is really good. Yes. But I'm I'm going to recommend Crico's in Gulf Shores. No Crico's idea. Pizzeria in Gulf Shores. Not kind of a hole in the wall. Went in there, golf Saturday, something like that. Um, everybody goes to Papa Rocco's because Papa Rocco's is the most famous place down there in terms of pizza. But Crico's, like right next door, yeah, like literally a stone's throw from Papa Rocco's, but so good. Had that old style pepperoni that curled up on the yeah. edge. Oh, dude, so cre- oh my gosh, it was so good. That reminds me of a uh, you know I told you uh, one of my recommendations was Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, it reminds me Larry David opened up a coffee shop next door to another coffee shop. And because he he thought he could do stuff better, but then he like did some really really off the wall things like no urinals, like you couldn't sit down to go, you couldn't ten oh two or ten two hundred, yeah, you could only ten one hundred, and then like there was no nowhere for the ladies to sit to go ten one hundred, and it was just it just reminded me like okay we're gonna go in business, I'm only in business to shut you down, yeah. So you got yeah. two pizza restaurants side by side, but it's so good, yeah. Pizza, I recommend pizza too, but yeah. Okay, well, I'll recommend truck stops then. <laughs> loves truck stops. Love, loves. God, mm-hmm. we need to. We're we're giving away free advertising. Yeah, yeah. We should talk to somebody. You can get Pilot pizza there, can't you? J. You can. Godfather's yeah. Pizza. Take them in another sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. I stopped at a lot of loves. I drove to Louisiana a few weeks back. 
Speaking of truck stops, you stopped by the Bucky's up in Leeds yet? No, I haven't been by there yet. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a it's, it's a neat really cool. it's a neat place to go one time. Like, yeah, I'll get by there. Okay. We'll I went go. I went with Hammy, Carrie, and, and me and you one night. Yeah. But I want to go to that Iowa eighty truck stop. I want to get yeah, that. That's like that joker's huge. Biggest Which one, one in the United States. Yeah, you have museums and everything to go through. They have a dentist office and everything. Really? You go to the dentist there. Museum. There you, you go. Get that one. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, uh, don't forget to talk. Well, no, I was oh. going to say subscribe, review, rate the podcast, like us on Facebook, like us on, follow us on Twitter, do all of the social media stuff. We're we're posting a lot more um, stuff content behind the scenes stuff on those pages so. ham and spam yes you can also go and listen to clint on the ham and spam retro review podcast uh, it's it's pretty funny i just finished up the godzilla versus kong yeah episode season whatever with season finale. three finale so this i just finished up the season three finale and it was really good really 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 good well, thoroughly enjoyed i had started it and hadn't finished it yeah but i finished it the other day while i was on vacation uh when when paul saw the crocodile it was really really great really good stuff well, i, I think i listened that. a little bit of that the other day myself really? y'all talking about somebody who had quit some podcast or something yeah, yeah. There was, there's another podcast where uh, a gentleman had just basically worked himself finished into a hole. Yeah, like finished that. the fight. They uh, kind of worked himself into a hole, and he's just like, "Man, I just need a break, just a yeah. mental, just a mental break." And I listen to y'all, good I bit. I don't understand any of it, but I well, just I mean, that's the that's the thing though, and that's what we try to get people to understand too. Is you know, we we try to draw people in with the games because we do talk about the games. But we go off the, off the rails on a lot of stuff, and, that's and then what we I started like. doing the movies and stuff as well. That way, people can more people can relate. Y'all are on a whole different level from me. I don't. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get. But it. but like Justin was on our uh, Christmas vacation review, so like we literally watched the movie and recorded the podcast. So we're like talking about every scene as it's going yeah, through. I could, that I, was a good episode. I could understand. Y'all didn't. I'm gonna have to listen yeah. to that one. So like that was like really the definitive episode. way of watching that is start Christmas vacation and start the podcast. Yeah. And then watch them both at the same time. So you see what, we, what we're talking about as it's going. I'm not a gamer or nothing. No. I did, no. I did try to buy a Sony PlayStation 2 one time. How'd that go over? Not well. I didn't get one. <laughs> well, it was, uh, at, it was at Christmas. They sold out. Let's see. Our, our movie reviews include Jurassic Park, Christmas Vacation. We did a funny movie called Jim Cotta, where you had this gymnast that learned how to do ninja moves and had to go in stealth and... and rescue this damsel in distress kind of thing it's just it's it's just funny as i'll get out we did the mandalorian i don't know if you i have no idea what yeah. that is it's uh, really good christmas then, vacation i know what that is and then the kong versus uh godzilla versus kong movie no i don't know anything about that giant monkey versus giant lizard I, i'm not gonna watch it oh you should christmas vacation i want hey i wouldn't go on, i didn't buy that sony playstation 2 i wouldn't get it from me i was buying it to resale ah. at christmas there were three hundred dollars yeah. i was gonna sell it for at you know, least six hundred, but they were selling like for a thousand the yeah. next day. You know, uh, that was the cheapest way to get a DVD player back in the day was a PlayStation Two. Huh. That's why a lot of that's why they sold so well. Part yeah. of it, yeah. So I didn't get one. Anyway, check well, out Ham and Spam if you want more great and wonderful entertainment about video games and whatnot. Well, gentlemen, thank you for coming on, Murphy. Coming on again, David Murphy. Everybody, give it, give him a round of applause right in your car, wherever you're listening to this. Round of applause for David Murphy coming on a third time. He's the guest that we've had on the most officially now. Yes, yeah. So that's that's awesome. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Mickey Farmer on at some point too this season. Who knows? And hey, Alex, we, we've got some we've got some interesting things in the work for later on this season. Something very special that we haven't recorded yet, and we're still in the process of planning, but. The planning is going to be the hard part. If yes. we can plan it and schedule it, we should. It is going to be fantastic. I'm excited for it. I'm in the process of doing my homework as we speak. Yeah, made a lot of progress today on it, so that's going to be fun. Really excited for that. But guys, this is it. This is the end. So don't forget, you can talk or go home. I'm sorry for hitting your leg. No, you're fine. (laughs) You're fine. I hit it two or three times.